0: mm <laughs>
1: welcome to the hit like a girl podcast this is high tea with grace where we spill the tea on hit i'm thrilled to welcome marina brokovich ceo of yourcoach.health thanks for chatting with me today marina thank you for having me so happy to finally be able to connect tell us about your personal journey that led you to your role as ceo
2: yeah, it, it, I mean, it was my personal journey that led me here. Um, I was diagnosed with breast cancer at the age of 37. I was, yeah, living the life. I thought, you know, we were um, expats living in Amsterdam at the time, had two young kids. My girls were in fourth and sixth grade at the time and um, hit me like a ton of bricks. Um so I was diagnosed, um, when uh, underwent treatment in Amsterdam. Um, one thing we were considering right away is, are we gonna go back to US, are we gonna stay here? And one thing, somebody very wise, who was really involved in a healthcare system there said that Netherlands is really good at treatment, just not really good at marketing ourselves. So I'm really glad that we stayed there. And um, I had chemotherapy, radiation, mastectomy, several reconstructive surgeries, you name it. My goodness. goodness. Oh. Yeah, it was it was a shocker. Uh, at the end of it all, when everybody kind of said, go on your way, live your life, you're healthy, you're good. I felt more broken than ever because everything was so different. Yeah. My life was different. I There was not a day that went by that I didn't think about cancer. You know, when you have a cough, it's just a cough. After you have cancer, a cough is not just a cough. Like you just think worst case scenarios, right? Absolutely so i just started kind of just hacking away at myself just um little piece by piece you know started with nutrition and with fitness and just like mental well-being and spiritual i mean all of those pieces needed to come together i discovered health coaching and a process and uh, became a health coach really wanted to just practice with a few clients just kind of do my own thing and then my husband who is my biggest supporter and advocate and closest friend and now CEO of your coach, um, he kind of pushed me. He's like, you know, you can't just practice with pen and paper. You need to, you need a platform. You need something digital to communicate with your clients. Wow. Okay, cool. Let's create something digital. Sure. So went on to create a platform uh, for health and wellness coaches. Uh, some of the people who went to school with me started practicing on it as well. It was mobile phone Uh, mobile only at first and fast forward to today it's a little over two years later and we have over 2300 coaches
1: oh my gosh that's amazing and all from this incredibly traumatic patient journey where it's like really that whole phoenix coming from the ashes like this beautiful thing this amazing technology and coming from this totally Horrific time in your life. What a incredible story. Incredible yeah, story. Is. You know, it's funny they say Phoenix from the ashes because that's one of my
2: friends. Like, that's whenever we talk, that's so she always refers to me. She's like, You're like Phoenix from the ashes. And at first, I was like, No, not me. What are you talking about? And then the more I started thinking about it, I'm like, I'm just gonna embrace this because I just really feel like this is my my awakening moment, right? Like they say you have two lives, and the second one begins when you realize you only have one,
1: right? And mm-hmm. that's kind of what it was for me. That is so powerful. Now, you yeah. always talk about uh, you know, this health coaching revolution. Can you tell us about what exactly that is and what that means? Yeah. Um, so by 2025,
2: there's going to be a shortage of over 50,000 doctors in US, which is insane. And even now, the doctors, they only have about eight, uh, 10 to 12 minutes to communicate with their patients. The doctors who are being newly trained, they have about eight minutes to talk to a patient. And it's just not enough time to set that relationship. And it's not because they don't want to. They just don't really have the time. And here come the health coaches who are specifically trained, and uh, they have the tools to talk to people for thirty to sixty minute at a time sessions, and then to continue throughout, you know, between live sessions, they talk, um, you know, they chat and they they email, they right. So it's this ongoing relationship. And while the doctors are trained, you know, it's the expert approach, right? The doctor doctor will tell you what to do, and if it's an acute condition, like. I don't know appendicitis that needs to be taken out. Of course, you listen to the doctor, but nobody really wants to listen to anybody telling them what to do. And health coaches are really amazing at figuring out what that intrinsic motivation is and helping people find it. And um, through that, really, I think we created this revolution, right? Because health coaching has been around for over twenty years, but it just recently it's starting to come into light because people are realizing that. Doctors need help. Nurses need help. Therapists yeah. need help. We all need help, right? So health coaches just became a part of this health and care team.
1: Mm. And so, how is this then? Food as medicine, whole person um, initiative being used as a part of holistic care. Um, and and how you know how how is that kind of what does that look like? Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. we are what we eat, and we know this, right? But nobody really wants to. I mean, there's either too little information and there's too much information. And we're so many times like just overwhelmed with what's out there. And while health coaches cannot prescribe food, they cannot tell you exactly mm-hmm. what to eat. It's not like a diet plan, right? They can't yeah. tell you the foods, unless they have an um, RD degree, right? Unless they're like a registered dietitian or a nutritionist, then they can. But pure health coaches, they cannot. But they can tell you, they can guide you in the right direction to have more fruits and vegetables, to have more greens, to have more nuts, uh, healthy fats, right? So, it it, and that's and that that's what comprises us, right? That's what makes us who we are. Um, And with the guidance of a health coach, people are really are able to be their best selves.
1: Hmm. What does the session typically look like? You know, if if I'm going to go and come in and use your health coach, what does it what does it look like? Your coach health, yeah.
2: Um, so I should probably tell you what it is that we do, right? Okay, okay yeah. so I started with like you know this we have twenty three hundred coaches on a platform yeah. over twenty three hundred coaches, but we quickly realized that we can do a lot more than just provide a practice management platform. Mm-hmm. So we have super smart, patent-pending algorithms that we recently filed. And uh, what we do is we identify those coaches on a platform who are practicing with their own clients and who are showing really great outcomes. And we match them with our clients who are companies who are looking to surround their product or service with health coaches. And by, by doing this, we're bringing health coaching to so many more people. We're wow. able to do a lot more than just to provide a platform.
1: Yes. Oh, that's fantastic. That's amazing. Yes. Um, so I'm wondering, you know, how does how does your platform really see uh, benefits in women in particular? So women patients. Are there certain benefits that are specific to to women um, who are health coaches um, or women who are patients using the platform than you know, men? Yeah. So I just like went completely, I
2: I veered off. So let me just combine your last two questions. So you asked me what a typical session looks like. So let me just put that together with how it specifically helps women, right? Yeah. A typical question, a, a typical session, if you were to work with a health coach is the live session is about 30 to 60 minutes. And the first session is they would get to know you. They would try to understand you and see what your motivation is, what it is that you want to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And then it's a lot of questions. It's a lot of motivational interviewing. It's a lot of reflections for you to come to that conclusion of what it is that you need to do. And with the help of a a health coach, set those SMART goals, set those short and long-term goals. Now, having said that, about 83% of coaches on our platform are women. And, wow, that's amazing yeah yeah it, it's amazing and they're helping a lot of women right so <laughs> what does health coaching help with anywhere you know there's young women who come with PCOS there's women who um struggling with fertility or those who are just thinking about uh wanting to have a baby there are those who are dealing with menopause you know and specifically it's it's really hard any of those conditions, they need a lot of time. It's not just, you know, you go to a doctor and there's a quick solution. I mean, anybody wants to put you, anybody will put you on a pill any given day. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the easiest solution, but there's so much more to it than that. Mm-hmm. And health coaches with science-backed approaches and this knowledge of the human body and motivation and intrinsic motivation and behavior change, they can really help women reach those outcomes that they're looking for.
1: Yeah, that's so inspirational. I'd love to hear about that, and I love to hear about this health coaching revolution. It's really fantastic. It. <laughs> uh, so I've been hearing a lot in the news about PROMs, you know, the patient recorded outcome measures and the experience measures, PREMs um, and PROMs. Um, so how can uh, this potentially lead to greater reimbursement, possibly under value based care initiatives? You know, is there a way that health coaching can be included in in some of the things that are happening here, and how does it impact you guys? I absolutely think there's a place for health coaches here. I mean, a lot of times
2: when a patient is sent in their way, when they're discharged, and let's just take stroke patients as an example, they're discharged and they're told, they're, they're, uh, they're given a device and they're told to report like what this device says, the device reports back. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times for a stroke patients, they just want to be able to get off the couch, walk to the refrigerator, grab a snack, and be able to come back. Their next goal could be, Walking outside and walking like two blocks, and then wow. the mm-hmm. back. And this is something that a health coach can set with them, and they can help them and guide them and make sure that they're achieving those goals. So those, the goals are not set from within the system. The goals are actually set by the patients, and then they're truly patient reported outcomes and experiences
1: wow wow and it, yeah it's really interesting to think about it too is it's it's coaching and it's 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 helping people maybe with their goals but also it's the accountability aspect of it as well which is so impactful absolutely it's huge and i mean
2: let's take let's take myself as an example i always love using myself as an example yes. mm-hmm. i i know what to do as most of us do i know what i need to eat i know what i what I need need to go to sleep by 10 o'clock every night. Um, I need to exercise. And while I eat right and I exercise, my stress levels are through the roof. I definitely don't get enough sleep. I definitely don't treat my body with the same respect as I would tell my clients to treat their bodies. So I got myself a coach. And this woman is phenomenal. And she is hardcore. She is super strict. There's no BS with her. Like, there's there's nothing, you know. If I say something, I'm like, Oh, I, I forgot to eat lunch today. She's like, Well, did you forget to go to the bathroom today? I'm like, Okay, this makes sense, you wow, know. Like, yeah. I mean, somebody mm-hmm. can just tell you what it is, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, accountability is huge and we all need it. It's not just knowing what to do, but it's so yeah, the accountability piece. Like, I know that. I need to tell her and I don't want to make her upset. Mm-hmm. Like I, <laughs> That's the last thing I want to do, right? Because I have somebody to be accountable to. So there, yeah, that's a huge, huge aspect of it.
1: Yeah. Where do you hope that health coaching goes in 5, 10, 20 years? What do you see as the future of this health coaching revolution?
2: Our goal, a year coach, since day one is was by year 2030 for the projected eight and a half billion to have access to health coaches, global mm. population, and I really think we can get there. So even though, you know, 2030 is eight years away, I think we're already making really great strides. Um, there's category three CPT codes uh, that are being used now. They're being tested by UC San Diego with the National Board for Health and Wellness Coaches and AMA. So we're hoping hoping that in 24 to 36 months, because we all know how long this process takes, (laughs) the reimbursements are going to... to, to be available. Um, there's also health coaches have been recognized um, as an integral part of the health and care team, which is huge. And they're working within the system. So I think by more physicians realizing that they could use the help, by more therapists realizing they could use the help, and by more people advocating for themselves and saying, there's something to this. Let me find out more about like what this health coach is, how they can help me. I really think we can get there
1: it seems like you could bre- prevent so much expensive care by just simply having a health coach from the earliest age possible and also you could really help you know prevent some of the more serious things that could happen in, during you know after a chronic condition if you're keeping your body healthy and and, and safe and, and and so there does seem to be a financial reason in addition to just it being important and critical and, right. and important for your body to to do this and make sure these reimbursement models, they match up with the importance of what health coaching can bring. Absolutely, I mean, health coaches help anywhere
2: from performance to disease management to disease prevention. Right, like they just span like right across the board, and. There's so many studies that have been out there. We put together uh, our first version, we were just babies in 2020. Our first version of the health coaching report, and we're now working on version two. So we can make that available in a show notes to anybody who wants to download it. Uh, there's a compendium of resources that we did kind of like... Um, um, a compendium of a compendium. We took a summary of it, right? Uh, with, that shows outcomes of a lot of studies that have uh, that have been done. I'm really excited that we're going to be doing a study of uh, effects of health coaching on stage four breast cancer patients. Oh, wow. Um, wow! We're going to be doing it this year. Yeah, so there's so much information that's available out there about the effects. And there's so many more outcome studies that are being done constantly. And I really do hope and I do think that it's going to help Um in, in guiding reimbursements.
1: Hmm. And I do appreciate so much your your focus on that clinical validation. And it's like you know that this is true because you've experienced it personally and you've seen it across these amazing users you have. And then to add that extra level level of validity is just adding so much trust, I think, which will impact these reimbursement models for sure.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's one thing that we have, like this whole thing, we talk about demystifying health coaching and it's the science backed approach. It's not a voodoo Mm -hmm. science. There's a lot to it. There's a lot of, there's a lot of science behind it. And uh, the coaches that practice on a platform, the ones that we match with our clients, they're verified by our algorithms to make sure that they don't go outside the scope of practice to make sure that they're using the science backed approaches. You know, somebody who's going to come on the platform with their own clients and, Tell them to drink juice eight times a day is not somebody that we will ever recommend to our own clients, right? So, yes, yes yeah. yeah. There's a lot to be said for that. There's a lot of responsibility because it's still quite an unregulated profession. So, as somebody who is at the forefront of it, there's a lot of responsibility to make sure that people are taken care of.
1: <laughs> mm, that's so inspirational, very inspirational, and I'm very excited to see that report, especially since you did one in 2020, and so much has happened with the pandemic since then. It's going to be like a pre pre pandemic, I guess we're not post pandemic, but mid pandemic, <laughs> whatever we wherever we are, you know, kind of report to see how yeah. how has this changed, how has things been impacted, how have things been impacted. Yeah, I mean, I feel almost
2: guilty saying it, but the mm-hmm. pandemic kind of brought to the forefront what we've been preaching, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. prevention, it's taking care of yourself. It's the mental health, the mental health aspect of it mm-hmm. that people just, because we're just like on, on the grind all the time and we always want to mm-hmm. do more, want to accomplish more, right? But you just got to take care of yourself. And like this whole great resignation, not really, it's a great reshuffle because people are going to where they're taking care of more. Right. Like Mm partners that work life balance. So yeah, I'm really excited for for the report. You know, I'm really, I think it's gonna be mid-June that it's yeah, yeah, that it's it's coming out. You know, we have the older version right now, but I I like how you said, you know, post-pandemic. I don't are we ever gonna say that we're post pandemic. I don't
1: (laughs) but if anything, it has that that pandemic the pandemic, like you said, has made people realize, oh, am I healthy? Like enough to fight this thing like yeah I think I should probably get a healthy just in case you know and just to get through it right just like to get on the other side whenever that is Yeah, yes truly (laughs) so I want to dive now into your personal story you know I we you Talked a lot about your your experience, uh, your breast cancer journey, and you know, I'm wondering, you know, from a personal standpoint and professionally, what advice you'd give to those who are experiencing obstacles in their life. What are some things that you did to help uh, overcome in that time and in that season and just get through it? So, as a patient. Um... And
2: I'll be the first to tell you, I didn't want to be referred to as a patient because mm-hmm. my life was so much more. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, cancer was just a part of my life and I can probably count on one hand the number of people who knew what I was going through. I put on that wig, I put on a hat to make sure it didn't look like a wig and I just go on to all the activities and I, you know, it helped that we lived overseas and I didn't really see many of my friends from home in person. But When I was a patient, it was really important to advocate for myself because the resources that were given to me were not resources that were for a 37-year-old Marina who was in a prime of her life. They were the same resources that were given to somebody in their 70s and 80s and 20s. And it... It didn't matter. So I knew what I needed. I knew what I wanted and I just kept going for it. And when the doctors would tell me that it's something I couldn't do, I would do it and then come back and say, but look, I did it and I'm still okay. And um, this refers more like to the exercise portion of my journey where mm. I, was told that I couldn't box. Like, what do you mean I can't box? Of course I can box. Cause you know, once you're going through chemo, that's a great time to take a boxing, right? Like <laughs> it's you that can actually hit like a girl <laughs> I could I was hitting like a girl right like it's it, it was it was amazing um and now like I'll I'll I'll, I'll preach it every day sorry one second
1: you gotta drink that tea. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gotta drink the tea. The tea. <laughs> gotta drink the
2: tea to spill the tea, right? Yes. Um, it's self care. That's really yes. the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll tell I'll I'll tell my team. You know, it's great. Like we're working all the time, but it's work life balance. Mm-hmm. You need to step away. You need to take care of yourselves. You need to take care of your families, of your friends. It's work life balance. Yes, yeah, so it's advocating for yourself and it's uh, self care. I love that.
1: And, you know, now as a busy CEO, you, you know, have these amazing health coaches and other folks that you're working with. Um, what are things that you encourage them to do to kind of take care of themselves and, and have that self-care? Mm-hmm. Set goals,
2: short-term goals, um, set habits. You know, it's it's funny. Um, one thing that we did this year. So I absolutely hate running. Like I love exercise. I love boxing. I
1: love running. <laughs> Tell me, tell me what it is about running that you love, because I want to love running too. It's when you hit the wall and you keep going, and that's when you feel good. You got to get to the wall and then keep going.
2: I haven't gotten there yet. I'm still waiting for that runner's high, you know. But mm-hmm. I hate running. So at the, uh, year, at, at the start of this year, at the start of this year was January 10th. We got back from our holiday, and I said, you know what? I'm going to run every day this year. Like every single day this year, I'm going to run like three and a half kilometers, which is, I think, a little over two miles. And Eugene uh, said, "Okay, great. I'll run with you. So we
1: are on day like 100. Oh, that's amazing. People. And to have to have that partner with you too where you both have that goal and it's it's a you know set goal and we're going to do this. Yes. It's amazing so that you hit it right there. So mm-hmm. it's having
2: somebody by your side, it's having number one somebody to be accountable to mm-hmm. and number two somebody that supports you. If it's in the same person, fantastic. That's even mm-hmm. better, right? Mm-hmm. So it's setting that goal and now I hate running a little bit less. I don't love it yet. I just, you know, not as much. And it's not a chore. We just get up in the morning and we know it's something that we have to do. It's We'll do a run and then we'll come back and the day starts, right? So it's setting those habits. It's being consistent. It's appreciating yourself and loving yourself because we're so hard on ourselves all the time. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the same advice that we give somebody else is often not the advice that we take for ourselves. So... I would say treat yourself like you would your friend or your loved one and um, just set those goals and take care of yourself. Yes.
1: And for our listeners really looking to begin that health journey, what are some recommendations you have for them? Setting goals, that's a fantastic recommendation. In that in itself could it be its own recommendation. Do you have anything else that you'd, you'd say, oh, this is a great thing to keep in mind if you're looking to really start or improve that health journey?
2: It's one goal at a time because a lot of times, like we want to do something, and it's all or nothing attitude. And you know, New Year's resolutions, which I absolutely hate. Like, there's no reason why they need to be New Year's resolutions, right? They can be goals that you set any time of year. But New Year's resolution people just, I'm gonna exercise every day, and I'm gonna eat right, and I'm not gonna eat this and this and this, and I'm gonna read, like. Two books a week, right? Like we set all these crazy goals. And then once one of them doesn't work out, it's like, okay, it didn't work out. Like I'm done with this. And like the whole thing just goes out the window, which is so silly, right? Because if one of your tires goes out, you don't slash the other three just because. Okay, like it's not even worth it anymore, right? So my advice is just pick one goal and it can be a small goal. It can be just walking. I mean, there's so much benefit to walking that nobody ever talks about.
1: It's that, right? Yeah, so much. Fun. I literally just said that exact sentence the other day to, to people. I was like, you don't need to run 10 miles a day. Mm-hmm. All you need to do is take a walk on the days where you don't have time to run or do whatever. you can." Walking is so incredible. Walking is
2: amazing. And it's like this low intensity of exercise, mm-hmm. right? Because everybody's always thinking about high intensity. I need to do this because it's really hard to find the time and even like motivation, right? Because until it becomes a habit, you do need some motivation to get there, right? It's so hard to find a time, but anybody can take a walk. If you're so busy, you can take your calls while you're. At... I'll take some of my calls on a treadmill outside, like, mm-hmm. and everybody knows, and there's no shame in it. I'm like, I'm sorry, I need to get my steps in for the day, right? So, and people they're like, oh, great, maybe I should get my steps in too. You know, next thing you know, you're just like walking outside, right? So. There's set those small goals. Like if it's just uh, taking a walk outside, if it's getting just more vegetables at every meal, just make sure you have a vegetable at every meal. That's gonna go such a long way. You know, if you're having like five cups of coffee a day, cut it down to two. Don't cut anything out. You know, don't don't replace it with anything right away, but cut it down to two, and then at some point maybe you'll replace it with some tea. You know, or yeah, right. <laughs> drink more water drink eight glasses of water a day. I know it's so stupid and we've all heard this so many times, but it works. Like it truly, mm-hmm. truly works. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's it's those little things. And I know it sounds like really trite, but when you listen to them over and over and over again, sometimes that's when it makes sense. True. It's
1: almost like that has to be told to you 20 times for you to really get it. So I say, oh yeah, you need to drink my water. So I'm not dehydrated and like killing myself slowly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Like I tell
2: my kids things all the time and it just goes in one ear out the other. And then they'll come to me like a couple of months later. You know, my friend told me that eating whole grains is really great. Like really your friend told you great. (laughs) You know, not anything I've been saying to you for years. So it's the same thing. It just, it, it, it hits home at some point.
1: Mm-hmm. So before we end, I am wondering if you brought tea with you today. And I know I've seen the tea. So show <laughs> us your tea. <laughs> okay.
2: So my, my teacup is actually super boring, but I have this cool little
1: tea gadget that. Ah. Ah, oh, that is right? so great and How what tea, tea leaves do you have in there what type of tea
2: um so this one is green tea and it has some rose hip in it and uh
1: it has i don't know it's like a blend of different flowers and it's just it's delicious That is amazing. What a nice contraption you have there. I also love to sometimes steep my own tea with the tea leaves. So that's great. You know, with something like this, it just makes it really, really easy. So there's no excuses. Yes. I'm going to have to look on that uh, online and find that. (laughs) Absolutely. It's great. Yes. And now to finish this conversation off right, where can our listeners find you online? We're at Your Coach Health
2: everywhere. So we're in all the socials, yourcoach.health is our website. Um, If you want to get in touch with me, it's marina at yourcoach.health. Yeah, we have a lot of exciting things coming up. We have a lot of exciting, exciting announcements. So just come along on a journey with us and join us on the health coaching revolution. That is too good. Thank you so much for joining us, Marina. Thank you, Grace. It was so amazing to be here with you and uh, lovely to have some tea with you as well.
1: And thank you folks for joining us too. Check out the Hit Like a Girl podcast website page and YouTube for more great interviews like Marina today. Cheers. Like a Girl Media is more than a media network. It's a community. We want to meet you and amplify your voice and the voices of outstanding women innovating in healthcare. Interested in starting your own podcast or hosting an event near you? Connect with us online or in person. We're here to support and empower you.